Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. April 25th has finally brought spring. It really is. Today it might be 70 degrees. We have sunshine and we got the official letter from the city saying we don't have to run our water anymore to prevent our pipes from freezing. And to me, when we get that letter every year, that is the definitive moment. Spring has arrived. Yes, we are just enjoying the weather. We're kind of going a little... um, just manic almost with the sunshine. I did rake a tiny bit in the yard a couple of times and it's going to take several, you know, weeks of getting it all prepped up. We can't do too much at one time because the leaves and the ground is still wet and soft and spongy. But as it dries out, things are really coming along and I can see more and more life in the garden and the ground is greening up. No leaves on the trees yet, but it will be soon. I look back on my memories through Instagram and Facebook and a year ago in mid-April we still had snow way up past my knees and two years ago it was like now it's springtime and I remember taking quilts outside and photographing them. So overall we are having a very typical spring for Northern Michigan. So life on the 45th parallel has been actually pretty quiet here. Um, We are in between seasons, which means spring is arriving, but that means we haven't got into full camping mode for tourists to come to town because it's a little cold at night. And even this weekend, they use the S word. Yes, it might snow and sleet overnight, but it should warm up and not stick around. So people don't like camping so much in that weather. School is still in. There's no snow for snowmobilers. And, you know, town is quiet. And I like this time of year in the spring and the lull in the fall where we have a low amount of tourists because then I can go shopping and I can enjoy the peace and quiet of our little sleepy town. I can go to the quilt shop and it's not full yet because, you know, Delphine's is a destination quilt shop where a lot of tourists come. And so I'm careful to go on days and shop there when there's not a lot happening because I don't like going in when there's like 50 or 100 people off a bus. It makes it makes it stressful for me as a shopper. I can't imagine the girls who work there. They do such a nice job. So remember Delphine's Quilt Shop is my local quilt shop and just about four doors down. I have to be so careful not to spend all my money there. So I thought I'd start out this week with our Creative Souls update. Um, We have foregone the zine for a while because of computer issues, but that doesn't mean my sister and I aren't creating things. My sister has been doing a lot of gardening because she lives uh, three hours south of me and she's got some plants going and she had some great ideas of upcycling unused glass or some people would even call it junk. She's found them at garage sales and thrift stores and she updated them by putting succulents in them and other little plants for a 
Alice in Wonderland teapot inspired garden. It's going to be so cute. Um, my fairy garden, uh, I'm in the planning stage because I may have to do some redoing. But she inspired me because I can't find an unused teapot yet. I haven't been to um, the secondhand shops or yard sales. But I did upcycle a little, a little bowl. And with my new Cricut Maker, I put a little doll face. It's just eye, closed eyes and a little smiley on it. And I have fell in love with that. It's a little vinyl sticker. It's a little fiddly to put on because it's very little. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see how cute it is. But then in the cupboard, I found these teacups that I don't use because they're wide at the top and they don't hold enough coffee or tea. I like the bigger mugs. So these aren't too delicate though, which makes it great because I'm gonna put a smiley face on this teacup. I have a set of four, and then I'm gonna plant some succulents from my garden. I don't know the names of them, but my daughter-in-law is way into succulents, and we I thought the one I had was just plain hens and chicks, and it's not. And I want, I have some little tiny sedum and I thought, wouldn't that be fun? I could either put these teacups in the fairy garden or I could bring some of the succulents from the outside that have overwintered inside and make my kitchen and even my sewing space, podcasting space, AKA the dining room, have some real plants. And I thought, oh, the... This has a little um, molded detail at the top that's a little curly and a little, um, it has a almost a Zentangle curvy feel. And the cups are nice and shaped where they're wide at the top and narrow at the bottom. And there's a little teacup in a Disney movie named Chip that was this shape with the big loopy handle. I love it. So this gives a nice modern feel. It, this is a beige cup but it could be totally updated with that little smiley face and some succulents. I love succulents. Um, I've not had good luck growing plants in this house because if you've been watching my videos, you can tell that it's an old house with tall, skinny ceilings and the light only comes in in the spring and winter really and the leaves are not on the trees and we've lost some trees so it, the light is starting to come in but the only plants people have had success growing in this house is your low light plants like a peace lily and spider plants and things like that so my spider plant didn't make it when i tried to root it so i need to try to do another one but i have some philodendrons starting and snake plant which is a low light plant and i'm looking looking at possibly getting a peace lily because my mom um, lived in this house my parents did before me and she had a fabulous peace lily and I think the succulents, if I can position them right and keep them warm, that will be great. So that is one thing that I'm doing that I'm putting in the Our Creative Souls because my sister inspired it. It's crafty and I am just thrilled with it. The other thing um, my sister and I are doing are looking for crafts that we can do that is a pick up and put down project. So my sister is upcycling old fabric that no one wanted and she is putting it in long skinny strips, making twine by twisting it into a rope and a cord. She's making a braided rug and then she's using it as a cord for other types of crocheted rugs and things like that. And you know what? They're beautiful. They're upcycled. 
um, just cost her her time and a little bit of yarn because the fabric is all things that no one wanted was destined for the trash or donations. So um, she's pretty happy about that as she's setting up her new, um, uh, some of her children are getting older and moving out. So one of the rooms has been made into her yoga studio slash creative space where she finds her zen and I have to say I love that and that's why I have my dining room updated because it's my zen place where I sew and create now the long arms upstairs and that is a very zen space too I like whimsy. I have I have found my inner child. My sister has encouraged in finding it. So I hung my pom-pom garland in the dining room. And you can't see it on YouTube, but it's a nice garland with bright pink, dark pink, teals, and whites. I took down the heavy, stuffy valence that was uh, browns. It matched all the dark brown woodwork, and it just made it really dark in here. So I have shears up in the windows, because we do live in town, and we have neighbors that walk right by the house. And I decided I'm taking those valences down in the living room, too. And to replace it, I wanted a huge punch of color that was a practice in learning how to use the Cricut Maker. So I bought some stiff felt and made sheets and sheets and sheets of circles of different colors. And it, it would be a garland of sorts, but I'm going to hang it vertically. And I'm going to pull up if you're watching on YouTube. It's going to be like a curtain. Do you remember those wall of beads from the 70s? I do. And mine's going to be bright colors, lots of movement. It will let the light in, but it will also be in a defunct picture window. And you're like, what? You have a defunct picture window? What's up with that? Okay, so picture an old farmhouse with two picture windows in the front. And then it had an open air front porch. And then what they did, because the winters are so cold, they wanted to enclose that front porch to block the wind and there probably was a time when people decided that it's too cold up here to sit out on the front porch waving at everybody going by so they enclosed the front porch it's southerly facing and I have to have um, many blinds and stuff drawn because it will burn everything up and bleach it out but it doesn't get really warm in the winter nor does it stay cool in the summer so the picture window is between the living room and that enclosed front porch. And the enclosed front porch right now is kind of set up with some antique furniture, like old um, curved back couch and an old buffet. And I was trying to set it up as a reading area, but it just doesn't, I just don't use it. So it's become a place for uh, my quilt storage in boxes where UV light can't come in and a storage for place that I don't want to be in a damp basement or a attic that's not climate controlled because it's marginally climate controlled out there. But I'm tired of looking out there and looking at the beige tab top curtains that I have that are ill-fitting out there. They were a bargain and they worked at the time. And I thought this punch of color would help me not to see the negative of what I see out there because it's not a picture perfect front porch. It's, it's okay. But this will make it to where I focus on the bright, lively color and the movement of the circles 
And it's been a great learning project on how to use the rotary blade on the Cricut Maker. Now, if you try to cut felt on a Cricut Air or an earlier Cricut model, I guess you have to interface all of your felt because it won't cut without tearing it. And this has just been cut like butter. It is amazing. So I have, they're about 60 inches long and I'm going to make a bunch of these panels and garlands really. And they're going to be little strings of pearls in a bright color of felt hanging from the picture window. And if I have enough, I have another window that's behind my chair that is going to have these in it just to jazz up the room. And that room is pretty much got black furniture and a gray carpet and I'm going to coordinate the bright colors with some quilts that I have or that I'm making and coordinate the toss pillows and accessories. So that would be my summer long updating the color scheme of my living room which adjoins to this dining room that I'm also making whimsical bright and cheery because you just need it. You need to have it. I wanted all these things when I was a kid and you know what? I want them now and I'm going to have the best time. So with the April quilt challenge, we are getting to the last few days. And one of the projects that I quilted was the picnic time pillow from Fat Quarter Shop's free pattern. It is a quilt remix where they did this pattern a while ago. There's a YouTube video and there's links to the free pattern on my blog and I will put a link to that in my show notes. But picnic time is so cool. It's an easy pattern. It's about 18 inches. Now I did one thing that they did differently in the pattern that this pillow is an envelope back pillow no zipper yes because I haven't learned how to do zippers yet they bound the back and the front like a regular quilt so it would look like it had a big fat cord or piping and I didn't want that look I wanted a more fresh modern look so I used super bright orange solid from paintbrush studios then in my scrap bag I had a white fabric with oranges and yellows on it and what is so cool about this is it goes so well with my bright colored garlands and I thought you know what I'm going to make just these bright bright pops of color throughout the room maybe in lots more in the orange family because I love it and it doesn't look this looks fresh it doesn't look Halloween or fall and I also saw Holly Ann on String and Story um, do this swirl, echo swirl um, texture. And it looks great on the negative space of this pillow. Now, I had a bit of a problem. Number one, I didn't have a lot of money or time to run to the store to find a pillow form that would fit inside. And you can hear me squishing it to fit inside this pillow. So what I did was I stuffed it with batting cutoffs. Oh yeah, it's great. And it's not overly stuffed and that gives a nice finish, but it's still a pillow and it's still useful and it's gorgeous. And this one is staying with me. It's not going anywhere. That was super fun. So with the quilt challenge, I have 
missed probably four days in the entire month. And I made that up by about three days where I did two 15-minute sessions of quilting. So the challenge was is to do some sort of quilting every day for a month and check the progress at the end of the month or the beginning of May. I have really been doing great. And what's fun is that it's motivated me to get 15 minutes a day or a few times a week on other projects like the circle garland or curtain and it also helped me to get motivated for my Harry Potter Gryffindor scarf which is approaching the 75% mark when that I'm knitting and to get ready for all of the crocheting projects that I have ready to go. I haven't touched my um, temperature quilt in a while and I'm going to get that back out for summer because it'll be a nice lightweight fabric for hot days. Even though we have central air in the house and it is northern Michigan, it can get cool. So when I went to quilt group last month, um, I was asking about pointers on how to do English paper piecing. And one of the girls brought in a whole stack of three quarter inch hexagons. And she didn't have time or energy to finish these tiny, tiny little hexagons. So someone else took them because she does English paper piecing and she made a Riley Blake snap bag. I have pinned this on my Pinterest as a project to do. And listen, it snaps. Why? There's a magic up here. There's two um, squares that are folded up into the binding that act as handles, she appliqued the antique paper pieced, um, English paper pieced hexagons. They had some basting stitches in there and she left the basting stitches in and it gives a great finish. And she had lots and lots of um, reproduction, Civil War reproduction fabric and the bag snaps. It's got tape measured like a metal tape measure cut to length to give the top a nice secure snap oh it's perfect I took all my medicine to my doctor's appointments so this is a free pattern out on the internet it's motivated me to try to make one in uh, maybe orange and bright colors it'd be a great project bag it's a great bag at this size it's probably six inches deep to carry um, medicines to appointments because that top seems to hold it pretty secure and I love the fact that you don't have to mess around with your finger trying to dig in to open it that you have these um, little triangles that you can grab to open it it was a genius design absolutely genius and I will put links to the show note for that because I've decided this year I need to start thinking about Christmas projects earlier last year I made a few things for my nieces and nephews and my brother and sister and my parents and um, I stressed about it all fall and then I did get some things made and and I made the deadlines that's what I'm trying to say but this year I want to do something new and exciting and using the Cricut Maker and I thought but this could be super fun because you could um, use the maker to do a decal, an iron-on, like for a t-shirt or something. And um, I think that would look great too. And I think the kids would love the snap, the grandkids even. They could use these for like little purses or some little carry-on. Maybe put a strap in the seams out beyond the snapping part for them to carry it as a little purse could be a lot of fun. 
could be a lot of fun and there's some novelty fabric sounds great it does sound great i'm getting excited about it so that is a riley blake tutorial that i saw on pinterest and i will put that in the show notes too so there'll be links to two free tutorials and i encourage you to look for all these free tutorials people put this content out there and it's amazing how much stuff is out there um, speaking of free tutorials, Our Creative Souls has um, tutorials. We're trying to put one or two up a month. And we have craft tutorials on how to do all kinds of things, including my little owl pin cushion slash sewing bag organizer. So that's a lot of fun. I just love doing crafts and tutorials. And it's been great, great fun. So on the quilting front, um, it's been the 15 minute a day, a day challenge that I talked about with very little sewing. It's a sewing to prep the back, sewing to get some borders on. But I also started a pineapple quilt, paper pieced. I love paper piecing. I love it so much. I wonder why I don't do it all the time. And I'm working on a pineapple quilt and it's going to be part of a quilt along with Fat Quarter Shop that's coming up. So watch for all of that. And I picked the brightest colors in rainbow. And I decided this morning, I'm like, when did I become a rainbow colorway person? I never really liked rainbow. I thought I hated rainbow, but everything that I'm doing is rainbow. So I'm using Tula Pink Zuma, which is very saturated, solid colors for the pineapple quilt. And I got about three quarters of the first block done. And it's going to be um, pretty good sized if I can stretch my fabric out far enough. And we can add scraps and things. And guess what? I have scraps of Tula Pink fabric too that will go with this. So pineapples, fussy cut centers, maybe? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So more to come on the quilting front. And I have decided this year to just keep working on the minis. And my mini challenge right now is the Step Into Your Art Challenge. And I got totally stuck on this month's using the color wheel. I hated what I did and I cut it all up and I haven't re-sewn it back together. <clears throat> it's the 25th. I don't know if I'm going to get it done by the 1st of May. And I may think about it more into the first part of May and get something out, at least get the top part of it done. But I hate what I did. I absolutely hate it. I um, took some felt, soft felt circles, cut them out with a Cricut as an experiment as to how to use it. And I don't like it. And it didn't follow the challenge, which was use a uh, a color wheel using yellow and I used orange instead and I don't know I may just use bits and pieces of this as we move along or I may just throw it all away and start again you ever do that just I don't throw away projects very often but this one's really bad and I'm not liking it at all and I've been letting it sit for about two weeks. And, and the more it sits, the more I don't like it. And um, that's the problem I'm having with art quilts. Improv, I do better at. Art quilts, it's like, it just my stuff doesn't even look cohesive. It doesn't look any artistic thing. It just looks like 
crap. So anyway, I got to keep practicing at it and keep trying. I really want to work more on the raw edge applique and I'm reading and rereading the book. Um, so illustrated and hoping that that will inspire me because I think that's what I need to be able to get my art quilts to look more like an art quilt because the, the other part is many art quilts use paints and other media and I'm afraid to use that. I have a few fabric pens and that, and I don't know, it just doesn't look what I, the look I'm achieving. So my imagination and expectation and the outcome has not been lined up for this month at all. And you know, I'm not going to pitch. It's just a little piece. I'm not going to pitch it right away if I can't recycle it into something, but I may um, just hold it to try to use it as inspiration or as something to learn from <laughs> in the future. So art quilts, it's been hard. It's been very hard. I thought that I would naturally go into it, but I'm realizing I am not an art trained quilter. I do not have an art background and to do art quilts you need uh, probably more art training than I have ever received. And it just brings up the frustration inside of me of, um, do you remember the story I told about my art experience in school? It wasn't very good. And maybe that's where this um, lack of confidence comes from is when I was in middle school, um, I had been taking art classes. I loved arts and crafts. I love painting. I've always loved textiles and knitting and embroidery. And so I was just like so excited because I wanted to learn how to be better at drawing and painting and using watercolors because that was all part of the class. And I was a student. I get to middle school. Now you got to remember this was in it's probably before middle school, more like fifth or sixth grade in the 1970s. And I got a C minus in the class and I brought it up to an overall C, but my parents were like, she's an A student. What's the deal? And the teacher told me as well as my parents, but looked right at me and said that this is below average in aptitude and that your work, it doesn't even meet what is an average art person's expectation. I was below average in drawing and painting and that I, to get an A, you had to have some innate art talent and basically that I wasn't talented enough to get below, above a C minus that I barely passed the class because I wasn't good enough is what I heard. I wasn't talented enough and I might as well continue to study arts, um, sciences. And if I want to do something creative, maybe take band because drawing and painting and being an artist was not something that I would have for a day job. <laughs> so anyway, that's where this art thing, I thought maybe I could overcome some of that. Oh, 50 years ago, here we are. Um, I'm still hurt by that and trying to overcome the lack of confidence in making an attempt at some weird art project because they're weird. Mine are weird because I don't know what I'm doing. And I look at them and even I say, they're really weird. So <laughs> I'm going to keep working on that and overcoming that inner child saying, you don't have any talent in this. You were told you will never be above average. 
In fact, you barely make average. You're below average. See, all of those things, how many years of positive things does it take to counteract that? And it still has stuck with me. And I've decided I'm never going to tell anyone something like that and only encourage people, especially in quilting and in creativity, because it's really all about do you like it and did you have a fantastic time making it? So that is a recap of this week and my Creative Corner 3 and our Creative Souls update. Um, I'm just so excited now that spring has sprung. We have some warmth. I can move around a little bit. And the spring is my twice a year doctor's appointments and I've had a plethora of them and I'm almost to the end and maybe I'll get new glasses and you can see... Um, my new shades or my new <laughs> specs the next time on um, the podcast if you're watching it on YouTube and I've got all of the dental and all of the specialist appointments and things are going well and just keeping on the track of health and trying to be as um, you know healthy and doing things for wellness that I possibly can so I'm feeling really good today about all of the things I've accomplished and I'm going to do a recap video for YouTube and then post it on the blog of all of the things I did and tomorrow I'm doing something that I have never done and that a friend of mine are and my of mine that I've known for a long time who is a big time quilter going on a shop hop and not in my hometown. She lives two hours away and um, she wants someone to go with her on a three quilt shop shop hop. I'm assuming that there's going to be specials at all the stores. I got my little passport and um, I think it's shop like a pirate theme. It's just crazy funny when you watch the um, promotionals because the guy's wearing a pirate hat and a patch and has a parrot on his shoulder and it's hilarious. So I'm going to three quilt shops tomorrow. I'm going to see what kind of good stuff and my bright colors and maybe get some backing fabric so I can finish off my quilts. That's what's holding me up. I'm realizing I don't have any fabric to back them with. And that is going to be an experience. Um, there's also a little quilt show this weekend. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll have time to go do that too near one of the quilt, quilt stores. And it is becoming closer to quilt season for shows up here. And I'm excited about that. So everybody, you have a fantastic week. And um, did you find that you have turned into a rainbow colorway person too? What are your favorite colors and what kinds of creative things have you been working on? Let me know in the comments on show notes, which is at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can listen to the podcast on any podcast streaming device, including iTunes, Stitcher, Player, FM, and Google Play. Leave me a review or a comment and I would be just thrilled to chat with you all about the things that we have been working on. Quilt on, everyone!